If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker If you feel lost He's a way maker If you need freedom Save it He's a prison shaking savior If you got chains He's a chain breaker We've all searched for the light of day and the dead of night. We've all found ourselves worn out from the same old We've got a great deal of confidence in Robert. Uh, we'll continue to largely go with him in replacement of Devin. We will, through game planning, uh, look at all our options in terms of dividing the labor up. But Robert will be the primary man responsible for replacing Devin. And we're excited about watching him play and play to the standards of our expectations. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. He's a prison shaking savior. Amen. That's Jesus. He rocks uh, it, man. Welcome to the locker room. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. Uh, and we are very fired up. And that was Mike Tomlin talking about uh, Robert Spillane uh, filling in for uh, uh, Devin Bush. All right, now I ask you, if you're Robert Spillane, are you not vibrating this morning? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, you think about this. Yeah. This is Wednesday morning. The game right. plan's going in. Yeah. You're looking at the train, the yeah. train down in Nashville. It's your first maybe, sounds like it, your first start, right? Yeah. I mean, you're going to come in and start against Derrick Henry. Henry. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, you know what, uh, uh, Derrick Henry, I watched film on him yesterday. I was watching. You know, hey. you, you goaded me. I, we talked last night. You said, I'm watching film. I'm like, get Zooks, I'm already behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? One of the things, uh, you got a gang tackle, oh, Derrick Henry. Absolutely. And you can't take him up high. But think about this. If you're Robert Spillane, how big a challenge is this? Yeah. I mean, you go into the game last week, and it's one thing. You're there. You're running special teams and everything. Kareem you're fine. Hyde. You know, and all of a sudden they say, Spillane, you're in. And yeah. You're like, whoa. You know, yeah. I mean, it just suddenly your heart starts hammering like right, crazy. Right, right, right. Okay. When, when we, was, when we uh, get into the game. You get the call. Yeah. And, and you go from like a resting heart rate of probably in the 70s, 60s, somewhere because you got adrenaline going. And then all of a sudden it just zooms to about a buck 50 or buck 60. Yeah. You oh. know what? Um, when, uh, uh, when we were playing the second year, we were playing the Rams. Uh, Larry Brown got hurt. Right. And I went in against Jack Youngblood, a, a, a legend. And, uh, you know, uh, I was I was doing all right. And he jumped up for uh, a pass, and I uh, slammed him. And he, <laughs> and he goes, was that necessary? necessary. 
It's the older guys that always talk like that, yeah, you know. Yeah. I just I remember that. Um, it was funny because I in that game I trapped him on a on a four trap. Right. We went to the ground, and I'm I remember laying there. And I was we're like face to face, and I look at him and I, I thought, golly, he looks old. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm the old guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh my heavens, how we things are change. The old guys. Yes, we are the old guys. So indeed. Uh, how yeah. about it though? I mean, I think about Robert and what it means to suddenly have right. that moment that says, "You are the guy." Yeah. You know, you're starting. You know, what was it like for you when you realized not only, uh, you know, you're 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 gonna play, but you're gonna start right. the game. Oh, man, the butterflies were making so much noise. They were, uh, you know, uh, when the, the the next week I started against the Raiders. Right. Against John Matuzak, who's 6'9", 300 pounds. They say 6'10". Yeah, yeah. Is what it means. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, all... Uh, the flight, I was nervous. Yeah, and I, I was. Of course you were. Yeah, yeah. It's cruising with the twos. Yeah, cruising Remember, with the Matuzak twos. Remember, Matuzak was like such a, I don't know, I mean, the guy was, it looked like a Philistine. You know what I mean? Yeah. 6'10", had this huge beard and yeah, stuff, and was he, just. He was like Goliath. Yes, he was. He looked like Goliath. And so I said, uh, Lord, uh, deliver this Philistine, <laughs> the, deliver this uncircumcised Philistine into my hands. <laughs> And he you did, know, and he did. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the thing about it is when you have that first start, you are all excited, and you, you are, like, pumped. And then the realization sinks in somewhere, I don't know, in the evening, maybe as you're staring at the ceiling trying to fall asleep, that, uh-oh, this is this is really happening. Yeah. This is really on me. And now the mantle of pressure that uh, was worn by – those who preceded us in the starting lineup as young bucks. For me, it was Sam Davis and then Ray Penny. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden it's now me. And you realize that day in, day out of being a starter is very different than being a backup. Right. You know, I, and I know Mike has the standard is the standard that everyone is a starter and waiting. Those are the uh, Tomlinisms that I, I, I believe, you know. Yeah. But, when when suddenly you are that starter and no longer in waiting, all of a sudden it's the big gulp moment when you yeah. go, okay, it's it's my time. This all is right. my time. It's it's your time. <laughs> and it's a spectacular thing. So thing about it is you look at Robert Splane and you look at um what he brings. He's uh you know, he's a good six one, two hundred and thirty pounds. He's a little bit bigger, uh, taller that is uh, than uh, Devin Bush, but he's, uh, you know, Devin is that compact, 235 yeah. pounds of muscle and quick quick twitch fiber. But Robert has a good way. He plays with his hands well. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not a he's not one of these guys that, uh, you know, is always banging with his shoulders. He yeah. uses his hands well when he tries to disengage from the offensive line or right. beat him to that point. And he beats him to the spot. He's smart. Yeah, he play, he's got good eyes. I yeah. mean, because you watch him when he times himself. When you get the the end zone view, of the coaches, yeah, and you see how he moves in accordance with whatever he's tracking in the backfield. Yeah, he does a good job, right. apparently vision wise. Yeah, and he and uh, you know inside linebackers play with their eyes, right? Yeah. And it's important to play yeah, with your eyes because yeah. you know what? If you don't play with your eyes, then yeah. it's all about feeling your Paralysis way. by analysis. <laughs> you don't want that. So I love the fact that Mike Tomlin, number one, said, we're going to stick with Robert. Yeah. You know, and I don't see any – you know, I've got people that were texting me and, and asking, do you think the Steelers are going to make a move 
um, you know, with the, prior to the trading deadline. Yeah. And I said, uh, I doubt it, you know, but I didn't see the Minka thing happen at all either. Yeah. But I really doubt that they would go out and reach out. I think Robert and the fact that you have uh, UG3, you have Marcus Allen, you've got these three guys that right. I think – because as he said, the division of labor is not going to be about one guy, most likely. Right. How do you replace a Devin Bush that you move ten spaces or twenty spaces up in the draft? Yeah, Yuli's fast. You you Yuli's fast. So, but he you... hasn't drawn a helmet for the four of the last yeah, five games, which I I, I I find troubling. I I was hoping for more from Yuli this year. Right. You know, he's got all the physical attributes. He's got the the quick twitch that you want out yeah. of your guy there. Um, but at the same time, uh, what's what's missing? There's something missing. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's why you don't get a helmet. Marcus Allen, we know that he had uh, foot problems. Right. All right, so is he over the foot problems? These are all things right. that, you know, have to be answered as we go along this week. You know, Yuli is fast, but, uh, you know, I want to I, I know why he didn't get a helmet. Well, the part of the problem is, and, and uh, tomorrow's our practice day, so we get right. to go to practice. But even then, it's very difficult to, to tell. Yeah. You know, first of all— we're, we're a long ways away from the field, it seems like, you know, in that balcony up there. And it's hard to really get a feeling for what the players are doing. It's kind of like sitting in the stands at Heinz right. when they were on the field. Yeah. And and you don't get a real fix like, is the guy moving with speed? Is he tracking well? Um, and, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you can't – I don't want to speak about something I can't see. Right. You know what I mean? You know, you and I, we, we've been around practices forever – as players first and then in the broadcasting. And when you can't see something, you're at least I know you are, and I am too, reluctant to, to yeah. say, you know, he, this is what's holding him back. You don't know. Right. You know, you want to see it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's why I bring my binoculars to practice. Which is, okay, you're admonishing me. Yeah. Right here on the air, you would go admonishing me, going, oh, I'm let's see, I gave you a pair of binoculars. I, and, did, I did give you a pair yes, of binoculars. and why did, they, why did you not bring them to practice, I think you're saying right now, which is a good point by you. Right, right. <laughs> I think I'm saying that, too. <laughs> uh, you know, you, yeah, you have yeah, these, yeah. These, these things, these issues. Yeah. Some of us, look. We've been buddies for 40 years. Right. Who do you think is more prepared for life each and every day amongst you and me? Me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slam dunk. <laughs> some of us, yeah, some of us uh, couldn't uh, roll out of night, bed. Last <laughs> night, last night I said, I've been watching film all day, and you go, oh, I got to watch film. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's, a, it's not easy being me. Yeah. You know, you forget the most basic things. Uh, what was I going to do there? Yeah. How about watching film on Tuesdays is a good thing to do. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So last night, um, last night I, I flicked on some of the, the game, you know, watching uh, uh, Tennessee yeah. in, in Houston. And it was, wait a minute, no, who, who? I can't even remember. It was Tennessee and Houston. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just had a momentary, momentary glitch, glitch in the ointment there. I'm thinking, well, uh, what was that I was watching? Wow. You know, Ryan Tannehill is good, too. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's very accurate. You know, he's big. Yeah. He's 6'4", 220. Yeah, you know he's, I mean? he's, a big, uh, he's a big guy. Yeah, he's got uh, – he's another one of these guys that 
gives you that like um reminds you of Ben. Yeah. When he was a young buck. Right, 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 right. You know? Um you look at him and by golly, here's the thing about Derrick Henry. I think you, you think gotta of, set the edge. Oh, whew. And we're going to talk about it more in the second second segment here. Yeah, Derrick Henry is just such an imp- impressive dude, right? You know, he's very thick. You know, thick legged, um, like just wrapping up. People talk about wrapping up. How do you wrap up? I don't know, thirty inch thighs, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you can't go high at him. Oh no, no, not at all. But uh, that's the big something... guys can go high at him, but the little guys, the linebackers, the DBs. I, yeah, I would I would advise low. guys to I would advise guys to stay low and yeah. uh, to bring friends. Right. You know? yeah. I think it's I think it's going to be important. But certainly, you know, for Robert Spillane getting back to it, you know, it's interesting because you know, you think back to 93 or so when Chad Brown was playing, right. he stepped in and Jerry Osofsky stepped in and yeah. then they moved Chad Brown to the outside linebacker and everything. Um, this is this is a moment where you you really make your bones as, right. a, as a professional. So I'm excited for Robert Spillane because he's come up the hard way. It's not been easy, yeah. You know, and he's been signed to this squad and that squad, and you know, up and down a little bit. And now he's got an opportunity to say, "This is what I can do. This wow. is what I prepared for." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it. He's gonna be intense. He's gonna be really intense. First yeah. of all, he's already got. When you see him on the field, he's already got – he's wired. Yeah. He's already wired. He's ready to go. Right. But when you come out there as a starter, oh, and again, you know, if you – it would be so nice if you had full house and a crowd and everything like that. Yeah. But certainly, um, I got I to gotta think that he's just going to be all, like, wired up intensely just to have a go. That first contact – is going to be something for him. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Batch said uh, he's from Western Michigan. I'm from Eastern Michigan. We played each other. Now, did you play any of the Eastern Western Michigan? I played Eastern Michigan. Could you play I played all the directional Central, schools? I played Central Michigan. Okay, you didn't go to Western. And I, I we didn't play Western. Is Michigan. there a Northern Michigan? I don't know. Uh, How we, about a we, Southern Michigan? We, uh, no, no. Western Illinois. Northern right. Illinois, Southern Illinois, Illinois, Eastern Illinois. Illinois. I remember that. <laughs> Illinois State. There's no noise in Illinois. No, Come on, Ted Peterson yeah, always used to say that. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I that's that's too funny. How long a bus ride was it to Central Michigan? It was a two day bus ride. A two day bus ride. Right, right. Where'd you stay at the Lamplighter Inn? We, we, we stayed at the Lamplighter. <laughs> no. Was it the really? first night, the Thursday night. And the was Friday that, night. Let me ask you, was that the cheesiest hotel you've ever stayed in as a player? Because uh, I know what I did. You know what? It was uh, it was fun. You know, oh, it was fun. Yeah, but, but when we, I think about it now, okay. Yeah, you know what? We had big dinners. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had big dinners. I love that. We stayed in the cheesiest hotel I've ever stayed in, the Marco Polo Inn Marco in Syracuse, Polo. New York. <laughs> well, the bu- bu- Buffalo has a Marco Polo. Get out. Yeah. Where? Yeah, on the lake. On the lake? Yeah. When did that happen? We we stayed there um when before you started working with us. We started we stayed there uh a, a couple Marco times. Marco Polo. Marco Polo. <laughs> did it have a pool? You could play Marco Polo. <laughs> no, no, they didn't, didn't. have a pool. <laughs> I didn't know there were any more Marco Polos around. Oh my goodness, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That was at, Sy- at Syracuse, New York, that was the cheesiest hotel I have ever stayed at. It was at. a nice hotel. 
<laughs> well, you you had a nice Marco Polo. We had the cheesiest version of Marco Polo that you could have. Maybe because Buffalo is bigger than Syracuse. Yeah. So maybe the, the nicer Marco Polo was in Buffalo and the cheesier one was in Syracuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to break. Uh, he's Wolf, I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room, and we'll be back. And with- by the way, if you stayed in a Marco Polo, give us a scout report. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 412-919-1316. <laughs> and uh, it's the, the number of the Marco Polo. <laughs> I hear the train coming. It's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling On down the side and tone Not only do we have to stop the run initially, but this is a guy that averages about 25 carries a game so regardless of how the game is going, you better be prepared to answer that element of the challenge over the course of the game. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Welcome back in the locker room. It's Tunch and Wolf, 412-919-1316. And I got to tell you something, Chalooch. I got a I text from Hoopy. Now, for all you folks that don't know, my mom... Her name, given name, is Esther, all right? But she earned the nickname Hoopy from the grandkids, okay? Yes, with a capital H, Hoopy, okay? So uh, I just got a text from my mom, and uh, she said, what about these, what if the poor owner of Marco Polo Hotel on Syracuse Bus is listening? Mom, I'm here to tell you that um, they changed it, that before I... Well, I didn't graduate. Sorry, <laughs> before I left Syracuse, it became a roadway in. Yeah. So the Marco Polo is no longer there, Mom. So Hoopy, rest easy, girl. Yeah. No problem. Because if the owner from the old Marco Polo is listening, he now knows that oh, it's a roadway in now. Yeah. It's no the, problem. Mar- Mar- the Marco Polo in Buffalo is still there. <laughs> Well, that, that's not my problem. I didn't stay there. I'm not putting down the Marco Polo in Buffalo. We are yeah. talking strictly about the yeah. Marco Polo in Syracuse. Yeah. So welcome back, everybody. And, of course, we are talking about Derrick Henry and right. the train that he is. And here's yeah. the first thing up, Chaluch. Mike Tomlin says, and I love this, his quote, you got to be prepared for the 25 carries he averages. Right. This could also be a 30, a 35 carry game. Right. You don't know. This guy is able to tuck it and go time after time. And he is physical. And you know one one of the things we used to talk about, Jerome Bettis. Uh, you know, uh, DBs early in the game come up and blast them. Right. But at the end of the game, they're taking convenient. Let's see. What they, did Chris McAllister tell Hines who yeah, told you? They they uh, they take convenient angles to right. miss. Remember McAllister yeah. was talking with yeah, Hines? McAllister McCall- said, Ravens? Uh, I'm glad you blocked me because yeah. I, I don't want to tackle him. That's right. I'm in no hurry to go over there and get in front of Bussy. That's the sort of punishment that a, a big back can deal out when he's of the mindset like a Derrick Henry, like a Jerome Bettis, who can come at you play after play after play. And let me tell you something, in the second half, wearing guys down, this truly is one of these guys that could wear you down like 
taking body blows like yeah. Rocky Balboa, going to the body over and over and over again. And this, over four quarters, can be a punishing night if if there is the given set of circumstances right. where you have Derrick Henry coming at you that many times. You know, uh, he. You know, we have to set the edge. Tell me what setting the edge is uh, in, your, the edge. in your mindset. What set, is setting the edge? Set the edge. I see the edge of your hairline, which, by the way, is receding, but yeah, it's yeah. better than mine. Who yeah. I don't have a hairline. Set, uh, the way you set the edge is you don't get hooked. Uh, you don't get hooked, and uh, you draw the tight end out. Um, and you know what? Um, J.J. Watt set the edge last week wonderfully. Uh, Let he, me ask you this: When you hear a player say you got to play with leverage, what's that mean? You you got to play with outside leverage, and that means to lock out, right? Make sure that you keep that guy to your right, inside, right? 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 Uh, one one of the plays that JJ made was he TJ uh, JJ Watt. Oh, JJ against yeah, when yeah. we played Houston. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when 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 they played Houston last week. He swam inside of the tight end and he made the play. Yes, uh, and uh, and uh, that's big because if if you miss, you know, you swim inside the tight end yeah. and you don't make the play. Right, you you have now created a, a tear in the fabric of the defense, so as it were. Yeah, and now you've got problems. I remember years ago. I believe it was down in Houston. Casey Hampton, again, talked about it one time. We were talking, and he said, you know, sometimes you just get kind of ticked off. You just blow up a gap. Right. But the problem was, he said, I would leave, like, a huge rip in the defense that a back could cut back on if I didn't make the play. Right. You know, he says, sometimes you get that you get that, that knowing it's what's coming, and I can make the play, but if I guess wrong, I completely m- make – the rest of the Leave defense is vulnerable. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Uh, one of the things that uh, uh, you got to do against Derrick Henry, you've 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 got a gang tackle. Oh yeah. Yeah, you've got a gang tackle. And I know. think Robert Spillane. Uh, you talk about the rest of the crew. You know, you don't want to go. Williams. Yeah, you don't want to go mano y mano. Yeah. Too often. There's going to be a time that you got to bring your big bang and and you've got to you got to come on a whole You got to bring the big boy pads. Right. You yeah. bring the big boy pads, maybe double up on your chin strap and bite hard on your mouth guard. Right. But you got to bring friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you got to fly uh after the the ball carrier. Absolutely. And here's the other thing that's interesting about um, Derrick Henry, he's a capable pass receiver. Right. You know, he went, uh, he, he he broke 94 yards last year in the playoffs, and he, you know, a great run, but he also took one for 50 some yards on a pass reception. Right. He's capable of catching that ball and getting yak yards where, you know, not many guys want to go up against him. When he gets into that second level, that secondary. You know, there's a lot of guys that take convenient angles to not bear the brunt of a full on hit. Yeah, I mean, maybe miss or trying to, you know, rugby tackle him. Yeah. You know, why take on a 6'4", 6'3", 255-60-pound guy that runs a 4'5"? 250. Yeah, 250. Okay, there you go. Well, maybe he ate at Golden Corral before he came to the game this weekend. He just put on a little LBs. You know, the fact is he can bring such a bang that it might make you next time Decide. I'm going to take a little more of a slight angle to. He's he's drag fast. Him down. Yes, he's he fast. is fast. 
I'm surprised at his acceleration. Right. You know, it's not like it doesn't take him a long time to get amped up and ramped up to top speed. Right. You know, I uh, just watching the little that I've seen of him thus far. Um, the other thing is his ability. If you saw what he did to Josh Norman, yeah, when he body slammed him. You know, that wasn't a stiff arm. That was a, a – he, like, shot put at him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you see a defensive guy get horizontal yeah, because uh, he's trying to tackle and the guy stiff arms him, but it's it's like a bench press. Yeah. And he goes horizontal. That's, like, ridiculous. Yeah, but he he was uh, – you know, he lowers his shoulder. He, he can – he can juke. Yeah, and he he doesn't arms. do a lot of that though. Yeah, when he when he eyeballs you, you know, when he gets like he breaks free a little bit, and he just like settles in. It's like I don't. He doesn't even look like he's looking to to move right. one way or another. He's just going straight. Yeah, yeah. He, he and, and he, he is lowers impressive. his shoulder. Oh, he does. Yeah. So you look at this and you think to yourself, okay, one of the first things we got to do is how important do you think? Is it to hold the point on the double team? Because this is what I'm thinking, Chaluch. If you give any ground at all with that double team, you increase his ability to get some forward lean on right. that and, and get some bang before he hits the line. you got to hold that, that line. You've got to even gain some ground, as, right. as it were. you got to attack. You can't wait on him because he'll run you over. Yeah, you, you can't wait on him. No question about it. But what about the fact that if you can drive back the double team of the the garden tackle, the double team of the center guard, you know, those are big things because if you can at all make him alter his path into the line of scrimmage, it slows him down. Oh, you know what? Uh, I want to say you're right. Uh, You you talked about Dennis Kelly being better than Conklin. Yeah. I think he is. Did you? Yeah. Would you mark the tape on that? Okay, Jacob, please mark the tape on that. That's like the first time he's ever said I was right about anything. In 40 years, we finally got something. Right. Well, you know, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I you know, I was watching Kelly, uh, Dennis Kelly, block, and he, he, he was, he was good. Yeah, he, he was good. I, I bet. Thank you. I, he's better than Conklin. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Jacob, you were brilliant, young man. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that funny? That was absolutely magnificent. And that was not planned out, folks. Yeah, that, was, that, that just came up. Yeah, Way that, to go, Jacob. Well, well, were you uh, uh, telling that to me or to him? <laughs> it was a simultaneous one. Yeah. That's beautiful. You yeah. know, here's the thing about it. And uh, Dennis Kelly's a nine-year guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not nine years because... He just found his way in the right. league and just stayed around. But um, if you're going to – you look at, at Conklin, and there's something that it's just – it wasn't quite – he was missing something from what I've seen earlier. Yeah, yeah. He was traded from Philly, Kelly. Yes, Kelly. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I, I I remember him. Um, but Conklin just – I don't know. It's like he's kind of like 
It happened with Mitchell Schwartz, where Mitchell Schwartz just wasn't, you know, it was like revolving tackles. I yeah. Don't know. But regardless, um, I look at this offensive line and what I've seen thus far, they're a pretty forceful bunch. They come out and try to smackulate you. Right. More so than um, most lines that I've seen thus this year. Right. Uh, they, they, they get after it. They do. They do get after it. And obviously, uh, because if, you know, it's like uh, O.J. Simpson back in the early years. Yeah. You know, in Buffalo, um, it took a couple of years to build an offensive line. Joe DeLamalier. Yeah, Reggie and, McKenzie. Uh, Reggie McKenzie. Mike Mottler. Yeah. Donnie Green, the big tackle. Yeah, they, they called them the... Um, the electric company. Electric company. They turn on the juice. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. So um, this is an offensive line capable of propelling a man like Derrick Henry to the 264 yards like you rushed for last right. year. Uh, he got his third 200-plus-yard performance last week. Um, that's pretty spectacular when you see this guy out there and you see him throw Josh Norman like he's a rag doll and right. run over other guys. I, I just sit there and I go, wow. So and, Robert Spillane, buckle up, baby. And uh, you, you, you know that he runs 21 miles an hour. How about that? Yeah. You got a GPS that tracks him, and you got literally a train rolling down the track at 21 miles an hour. 21 miles yeah. an hour. That's substantial. Train, train. Yeah, how about that? You know what? The Wabash Cannonball. Wabash. Forget the Wabash Bar Cannonball. You, you, That's as good as you, uh, what was it, the Nashville Cats and Love and Spoonful. Well, Wabash Cannonball is a good song. <laughs> Wabash Cannonball, forget about it. Well, they played it. it in Indiana State all the time. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, we'll come back with the Wabash Cannonball, and that's something else you can vote on. Tell me, the Marco Polo in or Johnny Cash singing uh, Folsom Prison Blues or the Wabash Cannonball? Our Wabash Cannonball. Right. We're, we're, we'll be, we'll uh, be back after this because Mr. Mister Unibrow over there thinks the Wabash Cannonball is better than Johnny Cash. I'm sorry. Atlantic Ocean to the wide Pacific shore. She climbs the flowery mountains or the hills and by the shore. She's mighty tall and handsome. She's known quite well by all. She's a regular combination on the Wabash Cannonball. Listen to the jingle, the rumble, and the roar. Brooke, I can't see past lunch, uh, to be honest with you. We're just focused on doing what it is that we need to do to win this game. Uh, there are going to be things that happen in this game that could change whatever potential plans we might have anyway. That happens every time you step in the stadium. Uh, we're singularly professionally focused on the Tennessee Titans, the mix of guys that we have to, to meet this week's challenge. And when that's done, uh, we'll move forward. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. All right, full disclosure, I didn't know it was Johnny Cash that sang Wabash Cannonball. Right. But somehow it doesn't have the same sort of thought to it like the Folsom prison blues well, and all that because he's stuff. in jail. Right, yeah, it's dark, there's power, There's. I hear yeah. the trainer coming. Yeah. And then you got the Wabash Cannonball, oh, we got the Wabash Cannonball. So it doesn't quite have the same thing. Yeah. It's not got the big bang to it. Yeah, yeah. So regardless, the Petticoat Junction. Yeah. <laughs> 
Lots of <laughs> lots of curves, you bet. Sing it, Chalooch. Even more when you get to, to the, the junction. junction. Oh, my heavens. Are we giving away our Better age? Go, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's going to continue on singing the whole thing. All right. We're all leaving. All right. So the point being is, you know, you look at this. Derrick Henry is, is one of those, you know, those power brokers, those guys that can make a yeah. game miserable. But there's another guy out there and ab brown is somebody that's pretty good wide receiver yeah. uh i know a lot of people go what's his name <laughs> it almost sounds a little familiar yeah 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 you know brown but uh he is a dynamic receiver uh this is an offensive line that can really bring the downhill bang the play action uh is something i think ryan Tannehill executes terrifically so and uh offensively speaking this is a group that is is going to be one that you know, this is this is going to be a tough game. Look, you've got you want to talk about having some issues with, you know, the Browns, the Titans, yeah. and then the Ravens. You know what I mean? It would have been nice to have that week break to prepare to go against the Ravenites. Yeah. But now you've got Tennessee right in the middle there, and some of that is you look at like for instance, um, who's the back from uh, uh, Mark Ingram? Yeah, the back from. Uh, the Ravens. He's he's got a week off yeah. in preparation. He probably might have not even played had they played the game where it was supposed to be. So, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, have changed in this COVID year, and it's interesting to me right now because you got a this is a, a three fisted lineup that's going to yeah. be really really tough. And this COVID year, the Wabash Cannonball is a big zone. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go to the phone. CR in Chicago. Welcome to the locker room, CR. Good morning. Good morning, you two old folks. CR, Center Nation Chicago. I hope everybody's doing well this morning. What's going on, brother? We are doing fabulous. Okay, first thing off, uh, Folsom Prison Blues or Wabash Cannonball? Which one? Well, brother, I, I don't know how you're going to take this, and frankly, I don't care. I'm not even in country and western music. The only song that I'm really crazy about with Johnny Cash is A Boy Named Sue. I remember that song. <laughs> the rest of it, I'm not into it. But that boy named Sue, hey, that, you had to be a heck of a man to have a name Sue back in the day. No, because his first name was Ndamukong. <laughs> and Ndamukong okay. Sue. Okay. Okay, well, that, now, Maybe that's now, the now guy. Yeah, there you yeah, go. If that's the guy, then hey, watch out. <laughs> Look out indeed. All right, what you yeah. got? Oh, I, I want to give a shout-out to um, our uh, uh, still in nation, our inside the locker room, Dirty Dozen Plus. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's exciting, man. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, you guys are averaging um, about nine calls a day on on uh, on that. Uh, you, uh, you had nine calls Monday and you had nine calls yesterday. So I'm gonna take a note of how many calls you get today. <laughs> try, try to keep up. Try to get some stuff in. But, okay. Uh, hey man, I, I want to give a shout out. Uh, I was on I was on on the phone yesterday. You know, I, I, my call because I've been on on restriction here with this uh, COVID nineteen. I've been hanging out. I took my car and, and put it on a on on a. a well, I didn't drive it, so my insurance would go down. Anyway, I called back in yesterday to put my insurance back up, and uh, I'm on the phone talking to this lady uh, a long distance, and uh, somehow or another, the Steelers popped up. And, man, we just left the business and got straight into the Steelers, <laughs> and uh, she's got her own – I'm serious. She's got her own page. It's called Still, Still Aftermath in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
They got 947 members, man. Her name is Yvonne. I just want to give a shout out. To Very her. good. We lost. Wow. Yeah, we lost track of, of what. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 you'd be surprised at how many um, uh, uh, clubs that are out there, man, that, that actually follow the Steelers across the country. It's, it's like over 600,000 members in different clubs that I've located so far. You're kidding me. Wow. So no. That's oh, man, amazing. You know, it's. And I, I was just looking at something on my um, on my on my Facebook page here uh, while I was waiting on you guys, and uh, it's a, a guy calling in, in uh, from Germany, and then he had to have his stuff translated in the German. I mean, from German into English. <laughs> so um, it's just all over the place. But the number of NFL groups I got right now, uh, Steelers related, is a uh, hundred and three groups with a total of 639,625 memories. Good uh, grief. That's amazing. Wonderful. So well, I tell got, them to be, tell them to check in the locker room. Not all at once, please. Oh, I do. Everybody, <laughs> uh, everybody calls in, and I just hope that everybody out here that's listening, when you meet somebody new for the first time, three things: one, you got to get um, you got to get iHeartRadio on their phone; two, you got to get SNR on their phone; and then three, you got to download uh, inside the locker room in the morning because uh, it's it's just it's exciting to be able to talk with you guys about all this stuff. Uh, as far as uh, football. You know, you was talking about this guy, Henry. Uh, this guy's a monster. Did, did you mention that he was the AFC Offensive Player of the Week? Right. Number six? I did not mention yeah. that. Yeah, but he was. Yeah, he uh, two, Well, let me give you the rundown for, for integrity here. Okay. Uh, 212 yards. Yep. Two touchdowns uh, in, that, in that win. Uh, it was his third career 200-yard rushing game. It was the second highest rushing total in a single game. Uh Sterling only uh, the, the one that he had in Jacksonville back in 2018, which was for 238 yards. He's now uh, owns three of the top six single-game rushing performances in history. Uh, he had 52 yards receiving. Uh, the guy is just a monster. His uh, 264-yard scrimmage yards was the most by NFL players since a Bark, a Saquon Barkley did it with uh, 279 back in 2019. Uh, so this guy is, um, he's a monster, man. But then again, our, our defense is, I believe, up to the task. And, uh, I'm going to give you something, man, that's going to really, really surprise, what surprised me, hopefully it surprised you. In 1978, which was the year the Steelers went to the Super Bowl and actually won it, uh, the Steelers defense was averaging, uh, 3.5 yards, average yards allowed per rush. Uh, over a five-year period, and this year over a five-year period, you're saying? I'm, I'm assuming a five-game. Okay, all right. Five-game period, and this year the 2020 team is averaging three point three. Very good, and that's not over a five. Year period. That's over a five game. Oh, no, right? a, a five, a, a five, five game period. Well, game for the period. sake of journalistic integrity, see, we got to make sure we're on it. Oh, I'm gonna go in the corner. I'm gonna go in the corner. Put my nose against the wall. <laughs> no, that's very good. Playing, playing tough defense against the run is a prerequisite, and you've got an opportunity here to face prerequisite. off. Prerequisite. too. Okay, you know, you say tomato, I say tomato. All right. <laughs> Love it, man. Absolutely. Love it. So here's he doesn't know English. He's it's his second language. All right. 
So the, here's, here's, here's what the point about the whole thing, right? This guy that you're facing, Derrick Henry, you've got to make sure – at the best of your ability, you got to get the lead and get out in front because it's number one that's going to minimize what he can do. Number two is you got to control the ball because that will keep him on the sidelines, which will minimize what he can do. And then you got to make sure you gang tackle and bring friends because that will minimize what he can do. So everything's about minimizing him because you're not going to stop him. I mean, unless uh, something, uh, you know, we don't want to talk about injuries, stuff like that. But the fact is, uh, this guy is is really something to see. Yeah, that's that's true. But the one thing about the Steelers defense that they're powered by VW, and I'm not talking about the Volkswagen. I'm talking about the Vince Williams. So he's one of them hitters back there. And, and these guys hit, man. These guys bring a load, and they have to do that, and they have to discourage him somehow or another because he is most dangerous in the fourth quarter. You right. got all that coming at you, and a lot of guys are wore down. But I think the Steelers overall have that mentality this year that whatever you want to bring, bring it. We got it. Absolutely. I know we lost our, our middle linebacker, but, hey, man, you know, uh, next man up, I know we can't replace him because he was he's very, very special. But the inspiration, I just think that we've got something going on this year, and I don't think that's going to deter us. People are talking about bringing up other guys from outside, but, hey, we got some stuff on the inside. And still the nation, stop trying to be GMs and all that stuff. Let the Steelers work with that. You know, we've got six Super Bowl titles and all these championships and, and division honors and everything. And we did, the Steelers did all that without our help. They didn't ask us our opinion. So they really don't care. So just back off and let them do what they do best. All right, brother. We got to run. All right. In the meantime, and in COVID-19 between time. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right. Thank you so much, yeah, CR. Yeah, CR. All right. We got time for another? Or we, or we, no, we, 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 we got, do. Okay, we, we got Jim time. Wexel coming up at the top of the hour. Yeah, Still and we, we got to find another train song. We got to what? Find another train song. Oh, we got to find another train song. Okay. Yeah, because the, Wab- the Wabash Cannonball is not, I'm sorry, that's just not a real hit there, bud. Orange Blossom Special. Oh, uh, okay. Play the Orange Blossom. Orange Blossom Special. Good heavens, man! You are like out of your mind. I mean, I, I, I got trained. Come songs. on, yeah, you got trained songs, but you get, you got trained on the brain, but none of them is making any sense. Yeah. Come on, it's not light oh, and fluffy. This is uh, Derrick Henry, baby. Uh, Orange Blossom Special. With it's uh, a great song. <laughs> It's a great song, right, uh, Jacob? Is that, is that by the Love and Spoonful or something no, no, like no, that? No, 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 no. It's, it's Orange Blossom Special. Yeah, please, w- w- sweet I think Marie, it, I, man. I, what, I, what are you doing? I think it's from Johnny Cash. Another one? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, all right. If it's Johnny Cash, yeah. then I, I, I'll have to like grudgingly go along with it. Yeah. You know, but I think I, I'm trying to remember that one train, train, whether it's Black Oak, Arkansas, or whether it was. Um, Train, train. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Now that was that's that's a that's a kick butt one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, Regardless, and since we got to move on anyhow, yeah. Moving back to talking about the train, one of the things again that I I think is that you got to really address though is the fact that um, trying to minimize, you know, him through possession of the ball. I mean, one of the things you can do keep him on the sidelines. How important do you think that's going to be, Chalooch? Uh, you, you know, the best defenses are good offense. 
And if you can keep it rolling right. like that, and, and, uh, and, and the theme of the train for, you know, but uh, keep, keep them on the uh, sidelines. I wonder, you know, because Tennessee gives up points. Yeah, you know, the, this is a, this is not a they're, they're a good defensive front. I like the Crawford. You know, I like the Daquan Jones. They were big, strong guys. They Mark Purcell. Like, yeah, Purcell. Uh, what? What you get? You want a cup of coffee there? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back after this. Uh, we'll take more from your calls later on because we got Jim Wexel coming up from Steel City Insider, and I'm sure he's got some great stuff we can talk about. And uh, we'll have more in the well, locker Mike, here. Well, Mike Purcell is uh, was was Jarrell Casey. Yeah, Jarrell Casey. All right. So yeah, those are those are gone. They're Gandhi. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're out of here. We'll be right back after this. Coming, coming down that railroad track. Hey, look yonder, coming, coming down that railroad track. It's the Orange Blossom special. Bring in my baby back. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. That's the Orange Blossom special, and it's my favorite train song. And we are listing the train songs today, and we uh, we have uh, Jim Wexel from Steel City Insider. Welcome, Jimmy. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great, Tunch. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hi, do you do you, do you like the Orange Blossom special? <laughs> I was waiting for a Johnny Cash to break out there, but uh, that was fine. Yeah, that's that was that was Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. Who knew he did so oh, many train oh, songs? Yeah, it yeah, was. He he did it. Oh, he did okay. the. He did the Wabash Cannonball. He did the Orange Blossom Special, and he did. Uh, but he didn't identify the train at around Folsom. Yeah. All right? What Fol- train runs by Folsom? Yeah, Folsom. Maybe it was the Wabash Cannonball. I don't know. But regardless, <laughs> this is this is where we fall into, Jimmy. Yeah, we we we're talking about Derrick Henry and being the train. And uh, uh, we, we yes. were getting so Jim on. Wexel. What say you about the train, Derrick Henry? Well, did you hear what Cam said when they they asked him? They just this morning somebody asked him said, "How do you get ready for the physicality of a, a Derrick Henry?" He what? said, "Put Bud at running back." <laughs> That's about what it would be equivalent to, would it not? Uh, of course, that was Mike Tomlin's line of the day yesterday. Oh, okay. That's Something right. About uh, 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 Derrick Henry runs like Bud Henry play, uh, Bud Bud Henry. But Dupree plays defense. I think I'll tell that, you, Bud. Go ahead. Bud hits like like nobody I, I I've seen in a, quite a while. Absolutely uh, on the team. Man. I got to tell you something. Bud Henry might have been a Freudian slip that uh, you know <laughs> it says a lot about what what's going on with this. You know, I look at this. You know, you've got the Browns. You had a tough running game last week, and now you got an even tougher challenge. If you ask me. Well, 
Yeah, yeah, because Tennessee has a better quarterback. Yeah, no uh, question. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think they – but, but the, the boy, the Browns had good receivers, so you still have right. to respect that passing game. But, but yeah, they, they stuffed that running game. That You know, this defense. Uh, what's funny, I asked Cam today. I said, Cam, when you guys lost Shazier in 2017, the defense fell apart. What's the difference? Losing Devin. Is there a difference? Can you explain? And he, of course, didn't want to read the future, but he said that 2017 defense was a lot younger. True. And, you know, I, I went back and looked at the lineups, and they're very similar, except for the secondaries. You know, Hayden was playing then, but uh, the uh, the rest of the secondary is not different. And back then you had Spence replacing Shazier, and now you have Spillane. And the only other difference was uh, a Lulu in for a Hargrave. Yeah, you know, and Spence was uh, coming off uh, uh, three uh, the nerve damage three, yeah, he did three, in his knee, three yeah. uh, 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 torn ligaments. Well, not only that, it was right. the nerve in his leg right, yeah, that was, yeah. created all the problems. And, so he just yeah. wasn't what he used and to be. And Spence was, uh, you know, when Spence was a rookie. We were all wowing about him because he he I was remember. yeah he, he was so uh, good and uh, so uh, smart and so good that uh, he just played the above ball. what you yeah. expected yeah right. so let me ask you something Jim um, a lot of people are talking about uh, the possibility of the you know with the trade deadline coming up and one of the things I've heard and I, I don't see it but I didn't see the Minka trade either. But one of the things I've heard is people talking about the fact that Mike Tomlin kind of said when he was asked about, I can't see past lunch. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and that kind of, does that mean, you know, everyone's going, is is the door like open for it or is it completely, uh, who knows? But what's your take on it? You're totally discombobulated by someone who can't see past lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I know, because I'm the same way, but for different reasons. Wolf can't see by uh, past lunch because he likes lunch. <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, he he's got dinner on his mind too. He's looking ahead to dinner too. Sometimes. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, you know this this trade, uh, boy, I don't know. The, look look how long it took them to replace Ryan. Is you know these three down linebackers aren't easy to find. Right. Apparently the Jets are, are looking at having a fire sale, and Avery Williamson will cost them some money. That I don't know. I mean, they they go into the year with five million in reserves for these kind of emergencies. I don't know that they want to blow half of it uh, in that position. And I really don't know how well Avery Williamson has been playing. You guys might know better. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. And anybody else would just be. I, I don't know that there are any three down linebackers available. I mean, Jared Davis. They're talking about him. Detroit. He's 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 playing at a Pro Bowl level. I know it's the last year of his contract, but you're talking about bringing a guy in and teaching him the system and teaching him how right. to communicate with, with the team. Ah, geez, I, especially after Spillane played so well. I, I know he'll have coverage limitations. And Tennessee, I, 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 I can understand why Tomlin is, is really, really jacking uh, uh, Spillane up because – this could be a game where he would play more snaps than any game after. 
uh, well, Baltimore come along too. Right. But, uh, you know, it, it, they'll just pound the ball. So I don't know how much, how many sub packages they would have to use against Tennessee. So Spillane, this is his game. Yeah. Well, they, you Coach know, they is- use a lot of tight two tight ends, uh, and they're a power running game. So, uh, you know, Robert Spillane being in uh, the mix uh, for the whole game is, uh, I, I think, is likely. Yeah, yeah, and he's a banger. Yeah, <laughs> you could you could see he he enjoys contact. Yes, he does. You know that's one of the things I I noticed about him. You watched him early on; he was right in the mix of it, and he seemed to um, he he just seemed to to really have a, a feel for the game. I was surprised, you know, especially when he lit up uh, one of the somebody on a screen. Hooper was it Hooper? Yeah, he oh, lit up Hooper. Yeah. Hooper got lit up twice. Yeah. I mean, Bud palpitated him one time, and then you had you had Spillane hit him up uh, uh, later on. But uh, you know, I just liked the way Spillane conducted himself. He looked like he was ready to go. He uh, he played like Chuck coached. Uh, same foot, same shoulder, uh, and uh, the rising th- blow. Yeah, rising blow, run through the tackle. Yeah, uh, and he, he's uh, you know he's Chuck's guy. Well, you you know who his grandfather? Yeah, was. yeah. I love this. Who Johnny? Johnny Ladner. Ladner is that who it was? Wax. Yeah, the, the the only Heisman Trophy winner the Steelers ever uh, played. Really? Um, he he played. He, yeah, he they drafted him out of Notre Dame. He won the Heisman Trophy in '53, and he made the Pro Bowl in '54. And I interviewed him once, and he said that was mainly because of my name. I was well known. <laughs> And then he went, uh, I believe, into the Air Force. Yeah. And tore up, tore up his knee playing base football. Yeah. Oh, that's and right. I never played again. Oh man. And, uh, his grandson is Robert. Robert's from Chicago, and you know, Tunch, I'm sure knows Johnny Latner better than uh, Johnny uh, Latner went to went to Fenwick High School. Yeah. 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 And he. Uh, he uh, uh, he led the uh, St. Patrick's Day parade for years. He yeah, really killed. Yeah, <laughs> he he's well known in, in Chicago. Uh, yeah, and so I don't know that, that Robert is, but he's he's trying. He's trying to make a name for himself. So I asked him when he was, first came here. I said, uh, "Hey, your grandfather." He goes, "Wow, nobody nobody here knows that that I'm aware of." I said, "Well, Mike Tomlin is a big bloodlines guy. Tell him." Tell him that you're a Heisman Trophy winner's <laughs> grandson who played for the Steelers. And I, I got a call the other day. Someone asked me, is Spillane 41 because his grandfather was 14? So I'm going to assume he had his information correct. So maybe that's why Spillane chose 41. I don't know, Tunch. Maybe it's because he's from Chicago and was and saw Brian's song a time yeah. or two on TV. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're getting deep in this. I like it. <laughs> So uh, I asked, uh, I, I did ask Spillane after the last game. I said, did Tom will never find out. He said, oh, I'm sure he knows. But uh, I was hoping for, uh, you, know, may, you know, Mike always has a line or two for everybody. Right. I, I, would, I was hoping that he would say something about the Heisman Trophy winners. You know, uh, the Steelers had Troy Smith, but he never played. I don't even know if he made the team, but he was a Heisman Trophy winner. And they also drafted – and I'll probably get this wrong. One of the Army guys back in the 40s, uh, 
Mr. Inside and Mr. Outside. There was Blanchard and Davis. Yeah, I remember those guys. they drafted one of those guys, and he didn't. He opted not to play professional football. Really? So that's your that's your Steelers and the Heisman uh, uh, breakdown. Very interesting. Now, when Cam Hayward talked about tackling Bud, um, you know, tackling he, Bud Henry. Yeah, Bud Henry. Did he go on uh, talking about anything else? Dupree. Um, I, well, like I said, the only two that I made note of were that line and uh, what he said about the 2017 defense being younger. TJ right. was a rookie, but you know, I, boy, it's just the, the same names except for Minka Edmonds and uh, Nelson, as right. opposed to Mitchell Davis and Burns. You know, so the, that secondary was forgettable. That one, yes, they had some issues there, but especially the front line guys. I mean, the only one that that was different up front was uh, Javon, um, and uh, yeah. that's now it's 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 uh, Alu Alu, and he's doing I think just a, a great, great job, job of playing nose yeah. tackle. I mean, I it, I was I'm surprised, and yet I'm not surprised. I don't know how you, you, right. you can you know put that any better because some some of the things he's done. Are so above what I expected the norm being from like Javon Hargrave to him. Uh, he's just really been excelling in the middle of that line, taking on double teams. Yeah, he uses his hands well, and he's uh, always working toward the ball carrier and uh, toward the ball, toward the quarterback. He's a step ahead. Yes, it, it, it doesn't always have to be physical, but he's got that, and then the mental. No but, doubt you know, about uh, Hargrave, Hargrave was hurting in that playoff game, but that defense was struggling even with Shazier, if you recall. And then when he went out, it just fell off the table. And they, they, were, they were the worst run defense per carry in like uh, since the early 50s for the Steelers. So hmm. that, that run defense, you know, and Hargrave was hurting. So they really, same names up front, but – They've really come a long way, and they're playing so well. This is a legit elite defense. So fun to see again. How about the fact, wasn't at that time uh, Bud and TJ were on opposite sides? TJ was on the right side, and Bud was on the left side, and now moving them, switching them. You know, I still think, again, watching last week and and Bud coming around that first sack way back toward Baker Mayfield – what a great job he's done of shaving that arc of, of being much tighter on it, not letting himself drift, not losing speed, not uh, becoming, you know, just a guy standing there watching the play happen. But now he is quite the quarterback hunter. Yeah, I talked to Joey Porter for, for that Troy Polamalu book, and he said, I tried to tell you guys about Bud. You got to give some of these guys some time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, people kind of intimated that Joey was the reason Bud wasn't developing fast enough. And I, boy, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that TJ either. developed, and, and Joey never got any credit for TJ's quick development. Right. But, uh, yeah, uh, the change of, of sides. And, and, you know, it's, it's funny because um, TJ is, is perfect over there on his side. And a lot of these guys, you know, these right-handed quarterbacks like to bootleg that way so they can throw better. Right, but then you got TJ right there. So, it, and I, I thought that was going to be a problem for Baker. You didn't see Baker bootlegging right too often, as no. he usually does. 
No, and he didn't escape the pocket to his and, right and he, like he, uh, he, he did, did he in the past. He bootlegged left. Uh, but, he, you know, he sets his feet and he throws the ball well, uh, running to his left, and um, but it, I, he gets very, very deep. Oh, man, he gets really deep he on gets his rollout. He sets deep. Well, what do you think is going to be the key this weekend, buddy? Well, uh, they're going to do well against the run. So it'll be, you know, they're getting Corey Davis back. And they're still last in the NFL in yards per reception. And that that is a warning sign to me. Mm-hmm. So the secondary has to play as well as they did last week. Because Tannehill's better than we all think, yep. I believe. I believe you. Uh, you know, I, I look up Tannehill. He's 2-0 and against the Steelers. He's only been sacked twice. Uh, just he's just better, and now he's got a, a receiver back. I don't know their tight end. I hear is hurt because the tight end's pretty good, pretty good uh, b- ball catcher, John O. Smith. Right. I'm not sure if he's hurt or not. So they have some weapons, and um, uh, first first time on the road in a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, ben Ben today said uh, I've never played well in Nashville, and I looked him up. He's one and two in Nashville. And his uh, passer rating is eighty-five point four, so that's that's not too bad, eighty-five point four. But it's it's definitely below his career, and so he's one and two. He won the last one there. Well, here's here's what I think, Wex. They're going to be staying in the hotel, so Ben won't be out there hitting that barbecue. And barbecue can weigh you down if you're a quarterback. Now, if you're a fat guy, an offensive lineman, right. you go ahead and eat the barbecue. Wait, it's wait, not wait, gonna... wait. You, you can't that? find barbecue even in COVID times. Oh yeah, yeah. You can find barbecue. I get barbecue here, man. You gotta have barbecue. So what are you saying? So why are you saying he won't? Well, because you know he might, he's going to be in the hotel. He can't go out. You see, because they're okay. they're all in lockdown. See, so okay. I'm, I figure but hey, you don't, can find barbecue. I can find barbecue. I'm not in lockdown. <laughs> this this is how I this is how I stra- strategize. Okay, so this is how I'm looking at the game. Ben can't go out and go go barbecue and get loaded down, so he's going to be great. He's going to be ready to, to rip it up this weekend. You watch. Okay, right. <laughs> I believe it. I, I, I still say a guy like Ben can find ways to order it in, and he knows people like you, the finely honed <laughs> radar detector for barbecue. <laughs> and that, is Nashville barbecue that good? I mean, it's not. Oh, let me tell you something. It's good. Yeah, you get some good barbecue down there. Nashville. I know that from personal experience, my yeah, friend. Yeah, Nashville cats. All right, Wex. Well, I, I, I'm sorry, I buddy. Like We're going to have to roll on. Thank you so okay. much. All right? Thank That's Jim Wexel, Steel City you. Insider. Thank you, brother. And uh, we'll be right back after this. It's Tunch and Wolf in the locker room. I am going home to hobo heaven. Or I can watch the lights of Dallas glow Someone's waiting there in hobo heaven Hobos need loving too, you know Seems like I've been on the road for Brown is a matchup issue and problem uh, We know about that, his physical talents are what they are When he and Metcalf came out of Ole Miss uh, it was a freak show, uh, and it continues to be that. Uh, we're highly concerned about what he can do, particularly in one-on-one circumstances. 
You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. They were both jacked up, and, uh, you know, Wolf called them A.B. Brown. I did. Yeah. I did. I was wrong. Yeah. Oh, like you haven't made a mistake? <laughs> well, you look at me like, oh, yeah. wow, okay. If you're going to point the finger, I I admit. I got it wrong. Right, 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 right. right. All right. So that was boxcar Willie, by the way, because I had to do something to be as bad as Tunch's Orange Blossom Special or the Wabash Cannonball. So that was boxcar Willie, Hobo Heaven. All right, let's go to the phones. Ernesto in California. Ernesto, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, buddy. Hey, uh... So we got Tennessee up next now. And uh, I don't know, what do you guys think are the keys to victory? You know, um, my personal opinion, uh, I just feel like uh, the long ball and our defense just to stop the run. And uh, as far as Big Ben, I feel like we're clicking on that long ball. What do you guys think? Stop the run and uh, uh, Dominate the uh, defense with offense. Uh, keep time of keep possession. Derrick Henry yeah. off the field. You got to keep him off the field. That's the best way to do it. This is a defense that, being the Titans, that can be exploited. They have some issues in covering people. I think that uh, defense that, like Tunch just pointed out, keeping that possession is going to be key. And then. Uh... Before the Cleveland game, uh, Big Ben on the on on long passes passes over twenty yards. It was four seventeen, but he was three for three that day. You know, do you guys think that uh, you know we're finally starting to get that long ball going? You know, we saw Ben working on the long ball last week. Yeah, and uh, not that he wasn't working on it before, but he really spent a lot of time, right? Um, you know, working on that thing, and it just came to fruition. And part of it is the fact that you know you're still got people leaning Juju's way. And you've got Chase, and now all of a sudden you find that uh, James Washington, he's getting their third or fourth best corner or whatever. And, right. You know, that's the matchup you want to exploit. And James came through. Right, right. Yeah, you, the, the uh, Steeler receivers are, are fantastic, and uh, uh, Ben spreads it around. And then also, uh, so Tennessee turned the ball over twice. Uh, on their last game, they had a fumble and an interception. Uh, so, can you, if you make, I feel like if you make those mistakes against, you know, arguably, you know, the best defense in football, you know, uh, those are game changing mistakes that I, I feel Tannehill won't be able to come back from, or, you know, Tennessee, period, you know? Right. Once you do a fumble, a fumble, or, or give, give our defense a fumble or an interception, I feel like you just changed the whole momentum of the game. Again, you can't make those mistakes with, with, with this defense, I feel. What do you guys think? Well, here's the whole thing, Ernesto. Uh, Tennessee doesn't make many. I think yeah. they're a plus six yeah. and a plus minus. So if you are fortunate enough to get a takeaway, and again, you never count on those things, but you got to go after them. you got to have ball awareness and ball discipline on both sides of the ball, that being defensively speaking and trying to separate them, the ball from them and offensively trying to make sure you protect the ball. Um this is this is going to be a big game and turnovers. Hey, I, I can remember back in '84. Remember 
Chalooch were right. out in, out in uh, Denver. And Coach Knoll, who never gave speeches longer than about 90 seconds, pregame speeches, <laughs> you know, like two minutes, he spent like 10 minutes talking about whoever has the least amount of turnovers or whoever takes away the ball the most uh, is going to win the game and protect the ball and go after the ball and back and all this. I mean, he was really going on. And after we fumbled the first two uh, series away or interception, I can't remember what. Yeah, the first two fumbles. Yeah, remember uh, Mike Webster, what he say? Yeah, Mike Webster said uh, plan B. Yeah, anybody got a plan B? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you can have great plans going in, and, and that's a great plan, but the fact is you're going to have to play solid, mistake-free defense, and you got to make sure on offense that you're protecting the ball and uh, I would think that uh, the long ball is going to be in play here this weekend as well. Yeah. And this this is this is going to be a heavyweight matchup. This is yeah. This is you know um, because people have been questioning our wins. You know they said okay, you know you guys haven't been beating teams with winning records. We did that, and then they said uh, oh okay, now we beat a team with a winning record, and they're like oh but it was the Browns, and then, you know they right. kind of downplayed our wins, you know, and uh, ranked us low when they do their little ranks, but. You know, I think this is a game where we set everyone up. And uh, Derek Henry, you are next, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that. That's good. You know, you can't you can't always be first, but you can be next. You know, and that. Yeah. Be... <laughs> well, well, I got that from Canelo when he called out Triple G. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Now, is that boxing or was that wrestling? Yeah. Boxing. Okay. Boxing. Canelo Alvarez. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. So you are next, my friend. <laughs> Very good. Well, that's a great one, Ernesto. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Any last thoughts before we go? No, that's it. That's All right. what, uh, you know, uh, Steelers Nation Long Beach checking out. All right. Beautiful. Remember, All that's right. Steelers Nation Long Beach, not Short Beach, would be Mother's Beach. Because right. that's what and, we and learned. We have, and we have a Short Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, brother Ernesto. We appreciate you, buddy. All right. Uh, we're going to the phones. Uh, uh, Jup from uh, Georgia. Uh, hello, guys. How y'all doing? We're Good. doing fabulous. Now, wait a minute. What that's, was the name? That's Jap. That's Jap? It's short for Jasper. Oh, yeah. I all right. Often all right. Say Jasper, because people don't never understand it's Jap the first time. All right. Got Jasper it. from Georgia. I like that. Jasper from Georgia. That works. Well, <laughs> well hey, um, first off, Mr. Wolf, I got to say, you do not properly know the man in black. Yeah, okay, uh, I would say you're right, but go ahead. Because you were surprised when you found out about a quarter of his train songs? Yes, that would be true. Um, because uh, that's you're just getting started um, on his train songs. But anyway, I digress. There's not enough time to make this a music show. <laughs> um, How many train songs <laughs> did Johnny Cash have, do you know? You said a quarter. Uh, so he's got At a least bunch. A dozen. Okay. All At right. Least a dozen. All right. No, I like that. Now Jasper from Georgia. That's the way to come in the locker room with some factoids. All right. <laughs> uh, now let's go to something that is near and dear to your heart. Okay. All right. I last weekend I was happy with the mojo. I was able to set. You know, Baker. He was coming into the games with some bruised ribs. Right. I was like, what should we eat? <laughs> well, I actually went with pulled pork, and that went that worked out pretty good because by the end of the third quarter, his he was pulled. <laughs> pork, he, he was pulled. That's right. Exactly so. And, 
I was going to ask you, what should we uh, salivate and mojinate ourselves with this weekend? Oh. If you're looking at, I mean, Derrick Henry's fast, so that would indicate fast food. Right, but, but I don't want fast food. On no, no, body. no. I think you got to get yourself a big old two-pound steak. That's what you need. Yeah. You need some rare meat, buddy. You know, get some onions and, and, and mushrooms on that bad boy. Load it down with some ketchup. Oh, sweet Marie, that's the way to go. Yeah. How about if we do a roast and we'd slow simmer him all game? You know, oh. tenderize him up all through the game. That's it. You that's know what it. I'm a little marinating of the ribs. Yes, I believe it. <laughs> that that would work for me. You betcha. Oh, oh, beautiful. All right. Well, hey, um, man. I ah, man. How about our boy Claypool? Absolutely. Yeah. The way he's come along. Um, I got lucky in our little uh, fantasy pool here at our uh, where I work, and the weekend I, I've been eyeing Claypool ever since the beginning of the season because I've been listening to you guys. You said he was good. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, so I was like, you know, he could be a late season league winner. You know, um, thankfully, but somebody else drafted him. Late, late, late in the draft. We had a very deep draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been eyeing him ever since. And Friday, before he went off on his big game, I was lucky enough to be able to convince the fella to trade. I traded him a tight end for him. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> oh, he wishes he could have him back, but uh-uh, ain't going to happen. No doubt about but, it, brother. Which is extra special to me because uh, – my mom was a Canadian, so I technically have Canadian citizenship, so I'm like fellow countrymen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, Excellent. Well, here's the thing about it. As far as your story with the boys, you had it all the way. You knew it. Okay? You were just biding your time, and you swooped in like Kevin Colbert, grabbing Minka and doing a great deal. Yeah. That's your story, and you stick to it. That, well, hey, the trade was made before he went off. So, That's right. So you, know. you got it. <laughs> Don't ever talk about but, lucking hey, into it. You, you, that was just great foresight on your part, as far as they know. Well, and a great, two great uh, men on the inside. <laughs> and, hey, I, you guys are special to me, and uh, Tunch, uh, you're, you're ever in my thoughts and prayers. Oh, God, thank you, uh, Jasper. God bless you, brother. It's a beautiful Love thing you. to say, bro. We appreciate yeah. you. Thank you so much. Uh, We're going to well, have to go, brother. we got to run. All right, y'all be blessed all right. and enjoy the pregame meal. And please right. call back in again. We enjoy talking with yeah. you. We'll talk to you down. All right, Absolutely. Jasper. Y'all take care. All right, yeah. man. All righty. Okay, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with the final bell lap of the show. It's Tunch and Wolf in the locker room with Jacob doing the job that I know my mom says – Thank you, Jacob. That was really funny yeah. when you put that together in the last segment. I'll talk to you. All right, we'll be back after this. Now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her Like summer and walks like rain reminds me that there's a time to change. Hey, hey, hey. Since the return of a stay on the moon. 
like spring and she talks like June. Uh, this is a group that has an appetite um, for the big moment. Uh, they're capable of delivering it in the big moment. They complement their offense extremely well in that way. Their offense does an awesome job of taking care of the ball. Uh, so that, in a nutshell, is kind of our challenge this week. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, uh, the defense takes the ball away, and the offense grinds, grinds, grinds uh, in Tennessee. And so, we're, you know, we got to... Uh, we got to grind, 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 and uh, tackle, gang tackle. Absolutely. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a uh, blunt force trauma right. game is what yeah. it's going to be. All right. And by the way, you notice that was training just to yeah. keep along the theme. Right. But the only thing I will say is heaven isn't overrated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Bill in Indianapolis. Bill, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. We got you. All right, I'm doing the hands-free, uh, staying legal in the state of Indiana. Oh, all so, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. So uh, a lot to get through. I'll, I'll uh, be real quick. First, yesterday, uh, I love when you have uh, Bob Labriol on. I, at, at risk of offending the host, I think he's the wisest man in Steeler Nation. The guy gets it. And he's also uh, got a, a razor edge that I really like. He puts mm. some people in his place when they need to be put where they need to be put. So I uh, love listening to him every uh, Wednesday. You guys are great, but Bob Bob brings some real great insights that I find myself pretty much always nodding yes, yes, uh, agreed, agreed. You're not uh, offending us in the least, brother. Go yeah. right ahead. We love Labs. He's great. A uh, uh, question for you guys, and then I'd like to uh, just throw out some uh, uh, thoughts I had on uh, on this Sunday. Uh, are you guys going to be in the stadium? Or are you going to be behind, uh, looking at a monitor and uh, from the Berg? No, we're going to be, be in the Berg. Yeah, we're going to be in the Berg. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's got to be really uh, hard to uh, yeah to call a game and get a feel for it. I think last time I asked you about that, you said you had the uh, the all 22 view and yeah. the yeah. telecast or the broadcast. Yeah. Um, on that all 22, how much of the sidelines are you able to see? Because I think that's that's the biggest thing that you miss when you're not in the state. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. My, my experiences. The biggest thing I'll tell you that I miss is not being on the sidelines because you get a feel and a an understanding of what's going on with the players, with the coaches, what they're seeing. You know, you just watch. There's so many physical cues that you get from yeah. being down there. Uh, it's it's a bummer. I, 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 you know, you you don't see the whole field. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, that's what. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, lose there. Take it. What else you got, brother? Away. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, okay, so for, for Sunday, uh, you know, besides uh, keys, besides the low-hanging fruit and at the risk of the uh, the call and repeat, um, the things I'm going to be looking for, uh, for sure, is the uh, the time for possession. Tennessee has owned the, owned the time for possession in all their games, uh, except for 
the Buffalo game, which was real close, and they destroyed Buffalo. So I thought, you know, I'm, I agree with everybody. We've got to own the clock. Uh, and the way they're going to do that is unquestionably the number one unit so far through, uh, through six weeks is the Pittsburgh's front seven. There's, there's no better unit in the league uh, playing than the way they are playing and their ability to, as a, as a collection, and this goes to Lab's point yesterday, it's not all about spillant. It's, it's a collection, right. their ability to contain and the low-hanging fruit forced the three, you know, the third-down conversions to not go successful, and uh, and such uh, turnovers obviously low-hanging fruit. Uh, what I'm curious to see uh, weather's going to be great on Sunday according to the, uh, the the map so far, so that's that's exciting. No uh, no issues there. Is uh, Vrabel's um, he, he trusts Koskowski, and I don't know that he's still at a trustworthy point. He's he's remarkably four for four from 50, but over the, uh, for the season, he's less than uh, like 65%. So he's, he's definitely got the, uh, the uh, wide left, wide right in him. And I, I believe Vrabel will give him shots to line up it, over 50. And when you're four for four, something, you know, it's, it's time to get a miss or two. And that's going to create special teams uh, uh, advantages for us, uh, you know, field possession. And I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what our special teams as they continue to grow uh, on the return game. The coverage has been remarkable. I right. love the coverage on both kicking and, and punting, uh, the punting, you know, let's, let's hope for the, you know, let's hope for the arrow starts to point up there. And uh, Boz is uh, definitely got the arrow pointed up. That one that the uh, snap got bobbled and the, uh, uh, oh boy, got it up and, and uh, through the uprights regardless. So uh, that's exciting. So that's what I'm going to be looking for on Sunday. And then the last uh, the last key is our offense. Uh, and this goes with the time of possession is more crossing routes, more crossing routes, juju, juju, juju. Come on, more crossing routes. Ebron's doing doing a fantastic job. And James with that, that spin move and that just that beast attack, the, the defender, he is he is fantastic i'm so excited for the way he's playing this year and that we got uh five steps up the stairway uh we're gonna put another step on that stairway to seven on uh, sunday all right sounds good brother thank oh, you so much that bill, was well done buddy you know you know bill uh when uh spillane is gonna be on first down and vince is gonna be on first down uh but uh you know when they uh second and long or third and long you're gonna see marcus allen out there uh, and Yuli out there. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure how much we're going to see Yuli out right. there. But, but uh, uh, it's going to be a collective effort. Yeah, yeah, it's no going to be a, it's going to be a collective effort. And uh, uh, you heard Mike Tomlin talk about that. But uh, uh, one of the things uh, on first down, you're going to see Spillane and Vinny Williams. No question. Yeah. Yeah. All right, brother. Thanks. Right. We're going to roll on. We got some people piling up here. Right. All right. All right, do it to it. Do it to right. it. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Oh, that's right. great. I love calls like All that. All right, we're going to go to Mario in New Jersey. Mario, welcome to the locker room. Hi, thank you for taking my call. I just want to think one of the key to my uh, to Steelers winning this game is maybe doing a hurry-up offense in the beginning. Having defense going on first and maybe doing a hurry-up offense when we go on the field. You know, Mario, what I like about that is the fact that there's be but like 5,000 people in the stadium. You can do that on the road. Yeah. The no huddle. Yeah. You know, that's that's interesting. Right. Great call. Great idea. 
Uh, you know what? Uh, um, the the Tennessee Titans did that uh, opening series last uh, last week. Well, you know, we may maybe we'll give them yeah. a little of their own medicine. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Anything exactly. else? That's all I just wanted to say. I love being on your show, and thank you for having this call. Thank you, Mario. We appreciate uh, you, brother. And let's see if they do go no right. huddle. Yeah, let's go. The, right. uh, let's go. Thanks, to brother. Doug in uh, Georgia. Doug, welcome to the locker room. We'll see. How you doing? How you guys doing? We're doing oh, great. Much better than much better than I deserve. All right. Uh, I just want to I just want to give a shout out to Adam at uh, Anderson Air Force Base. In Guam. There. Oh, yes, yeah. in Guam. All right. Yeah, I was stationed there. So beautiful. Uh, you were stationed there. He, Yes, I was. Oh, God well, thank bless you. For you. Your thank you for your service. Yes. Oh man, my pleasure. And he could he could scuba dive, golf, and the beaches are nice. Well, so, I understand. Are there God coconut trees there? Because here's the thing: I learned a factoid years ago. Approximately three uh-huh. to four people die every year from taking a coconut on their coconut. <laughs> All right, so be careful out there, Adam. Uh, no, there's a lot of mangoes and uh, papaya. And uh, guava. Okay. All right. What you got, brother? Hey, what do I got? Um, well, I've been a Steelers fan since 69. So uh, I, I'm really excited this year. And I, I don't know what happened to Big Ben after his year off, but he is playing great. Yes. One inter- one interception. Yep. One interception. And uh, he just seems real comfortable this year. I, I don't know what happened. You, you guys, I'm sure, know him a little bit, but yeah, yeah. I, it's just—it's—it's it's been the collective, the collective years yeah. together. His yeah. game brains have grown. It's now, you know, he's still got enough of the physical attributes. He can run. He can throw. Yeah. He can do all those things. So they're all there. Yeah, and last year and, he he, yeah. he got the big picture. Uh, you know, he was uh, uh-huh. talking to the wide receivers, talking to the quarterbacks, and uh, I think he developed a little bit. No question. Um, and then we got the extra receivers where he's just spreading it out, and uh, Connors is playing good. Yes. This game Sunday. This game Sunday, I got a big date. I, I got a nice pond. We're going to fish and uh, have a picnic and listen to the game. All right. So yeah, I think this is going to be a battle because they got a running game. We got a running game. They got a good quarterback. Oh, we got a great quarterback. So our defense yeah, is better. Time, yep. Yeah, and time time of possession. You know, just keep them off the field. Just get first downs and just wear them out. Absolutely. What do you think? Yeah, I think. Yeah, we, a, that sounds like a prescription for a nice. Afternoon of fishing. Yeah, that, that sounds like uh, uh, insight, uh, uh, brother. Uh, you were gonna, right. you're gonna go uh, eat big, though. Yeah, eat big. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm having, uh, I'm smoking some brisket. <laughs> uh, we're, we're doing a cheese plate, oh. uh, some homemade coleslaw. Uh, you're speaking the roll. language of love, there, brother. Way to I go! Know, I know you're getting close to lunch. I yes, know you're getting close to lunch. I'm yeah, sorry. you're you're making us hungry. <laughs> uh, for the bumper music, I would go with the Man in Black, Johnny Cash. Yes, he is the Man. Okay, big time. Uh, I, I I pray for uh, Devon Bush. Yes, because uh, I think that is a big big uh, part of our puzzle. Yep. 
puzzle that why we were so good on defense. I mean, it's a he'll be effort, back that, next year. He'll I, be I back. So. Yeah, I hope so. I hope he does a uh, Rod Woodson where he just man just works super super hard and God with him. You know, he gets lucky and that heals perfectly. All right, well, we I'm sorry, man. We got to go. We got to go. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm uh, Tunch. You are in the locker room, and thank you, Jacob, uh, for a great day. Love Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Uh, God bless you guys.